Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Breakthroughs with Brie, where we are having breakthroughs about our personal and spiritual development journeys, all in pursuit of living our most joyful, authentic, abundant, and blissful lives. My name is Brie. I am an Akashic Records channeler. I'm an energy healer. I'm an astrologer. I'm a tarot reader. And I use all of those modalities to support my clients in soul alignment and healing coaching. Uh, I am doing a fun bonus episode today. I'm trying something new. And we're going to be doing an energetic forecast for the month of December in the year 2023 using the tarot cards. I'm going to do a spread that gives us uh, a glimpse into the energies of this month and some things we can be on the watch out for and some things that would support us as we're navigating the energies of this month. And I'm so excited to do this. So let's get into it. Okay, so as you guys have heard me talk about in quite a few episodes, um, I've been using tarot for years, but did a course to like, a, like, really dig into the meanings, memorize the deck, uh, and really kind of fine tune that as a skill. And that as a service is now up on my website, you can do a single session with me for a tarot reading. Um, and these are really cool, because the tarot can be very, very clear. Um, in its answers and its insights and suggestions for you. And I love using it as a tool in combination with some of my um, channeling that I can already do from your guides. So really on just about any topic or question or options that you're considering, we could do like a full spread and get some deets. The only um, topic that I don't do like a full in-depth reading on is health stuff, just because the cards don't like aren't super well suited to that. Not to say that we can't like pull a couple cards about a health thing just to figure out what are some of the more like maybe emotional or like energetic elements at play with it. Um, but just in full transparency, it's not going to be like a whole let's solution like a health issue for you. But pretty much anything else is fair game. Personal spiritual development, career and business, I feel like is going to be a big one, love life, like there's just a lot of different ways that we can go with it, including um, something I'm going to be promoting a little bit more, which is um, a forecast for the year ahead. So I definitely can and will be doing that for businesses. Um, like what's the energy of your business and your energy? How does your business want um, you to work with it this year? Um, what are some of the big things that your business wants to bring through? What are some of the things that you're feeling excited to bring through? Um, what are some big peaks or lessons this year for you and your business? Like, you know, stuff like that can be to look at the energy of certain options that you're considering of timing of things for the year. It's it's really cool. All the stuff we can do with tarot. And very similarly, we can do that kind of spread for your personal year too. So if you want like a personal forecast for the year 2024 to look at, like, what are some of the big themes that this year is going to bring for you? Um, what are some of the big energies you're going to be working with? Some of the big lessons? What are the energies that you can keep in mind as you're navigating lessons? What is, you can, we, we can even do um, a spread for like each month. Like what does the energy of each month have in store for you? And if there are big things that you're considering in the year ahead, absolutely pull cards to feel the energy and any suggestions for how to optimize and maximize the energy um, that's going to be available to you. So if that sounds interesting, please go to healingwithbree.net. Bree is B-R-E. Um, and that link will be in the show notes to book a session. I'll be so excited to do that for you guys. We can just use the session to do like a full year like forecast, like I said, or we can focus on a couple areas that are feeling less important to you. So with all of that being said, let's do a forecast for December. <laughs> um, I 
uh, feel really excited to tap into this month. I'm already tapped into not only my guides, but the Akashic Records. So I'm connected into the records of all things, but specifically my record keepers, as well as the Lords of the Akashic Records for them to share whatever information um, they think would be most appropriate and most helpful and serve the highest and best good of everybody that's listening um, to hear about the month of December. I'm going to be using um, the classic tarot deck, the Rider Waite desk deck um, for the spread today. Um, and I think we should get into it. So this is how um, I'm going to do this month. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a card that's for the main theme of the month. Then I'm going to pull cards for the two big breakthroughs that we're going to have in this month or the two big areas of focus um, that are going to present themselves this month. And then I'm going to do a spread for each of those areas. So um, after we figure out what are the, like the two big focus points of the month, um, for one of those focus points, we're going to pull a card that's what's the block or challenge for us in this area. The next card is going to be what is a strength that we have that we could keep doing more of. And then we're going to do a card for what's an area I can become more conscious of or even like push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, a little bit of a growth spot. And then we're going to pull a card for what energy can we learn the most from to help support us as well as what is the potential outcome or future if we are able to tap into and leverage all of those energies for that one area of focus. So we're going to deep dive into two areas under that overall theme for the month. And then to wrap it out, we're going to do a card that is for the overall energy to make the most of this month to kind of embody to tap into and then a final message going into the month and then at the end i will do some mentions of the numerology and astrology for the month as well It'll be kind of cool to see how those may or may not tie in with the tarot spreads which i'm sure they will um so i'm going to take a second to pull all of these cards um and then we're going to get to talking about it all right fam i have pulled all of the cards for this spread and I'm going to get into it. I'm going to show some of the cards if you're watching on video. And the video um, version of the podcast is on Spotify as well as YouTube. But if you're not listening or watching on video, I'm still going to describe everything. So you're not going to miss out on anything. And if you don't know what any of these cards mean, I'm going to like, I'm going to tell the story of it. I'm just going to use the cards to help show you how they are telling the story. And of course, be channeling in to the messages of this month. Um, okay, cool. So our overarching theme of the month of December is the Four of Swords. And this is a card that's all about contemplation. It's all about finding mental calm. And it's about like centering yourself, ultimately. So it feels like a lot of the themes of this month is you like really coming into contact with who you are deeply through that um, intentional uh, contemplation, that intentional introspection. And the swords cards are always those of the mind or mental energy. And there's a lot of sword energy um, in this spread. So it feels like your ability to kind of work with and master your mind energy. Um, and in the case of the four of swords, being able to calm it so that you really know what's like truly happening in the core of yourself um, is the overall theme. Now, the next part of the spread that we had are what are the two main areas that we're working with? Where are we having our biggest breakthroughs this month? Where are the areas of focus? And these were the two cards. One of them is the King of Swords. I told you we have a lot of Swords energy this month. And then the second card is the Ace of Cups. 
So I'm going to start, I'm going to talk about the, um, our first area, the King of Swords first and that whole spread. And then I'll come into the second area, which is the Ace of Cups. And then we'll wrap up with the final messages for the month. Okay. So the King of Swords, this is the first area that we are focusing on in the month of December per the cards and the guides. Um, the King of Swords is the master of sword energy, which is our mental energy. Um, so using our judgment using our intellectual ability. And really the mind is also the ego, which is like our sense of individuality and personality too. Like using the conviction of all of that um, in a way that like has us be the authority in our own life. All of the king cards have a sense of like leadership and authority. And it's like finding that authority in your own life based on your own judgment and your own conviction about like who you are and being able to like really understand and see that clearly um, because that sort of mental clarity is also um, a characteristic of the swords. Um, okay. So the next part of that spread is what is one block that is challenging us to do that a little bit? The card that we got for that is the ace of wands. To me, that feels like um, us accessing the things that we feel passionately about or the things that we really feel inspired by that that can feel a little bit tough to access. Um, and maybe that makes it hard to feel that sense of clarity that we want to feel about exactly who we are and what we want and, and claiming some of that authority that the King of Swords wants us to have. Um, and then here are some of the things that we can do to really help us overcome that block. So one, one thing that we're doing well is the Eight of Pentacles. The Pentacles is, especially the Eight of Pentacles, is all of the work that we're doing to try and create expertise. So it feels like a lot of the people that are listening to this, if, if this area um, of life, if this breakthrough is something that's really resonating with where you're at right now, this card is recognizing that you're putting in the work to try and gain expertise and your ability to do this, to know yourself, to feel that sense of conviction and authority and clarity about things. And that's wonderful. That's like, keep doing that. Like keep actually putting in like the physical time and work to try and do that. One thing that we need to be doing a little bit more of or that we're not quite as conscious with, we're not we're not having as much contact with as we could is a major arcana card, the high priestess. The high priestess talks about us coming inward and connecting to our intuition and our inner knowing. Um, it definitely has a little bit of the themes of that, like sort of like contemplation and come into that place in yourself that knows your own self. Um, it definitely shares some themes with that overarching theme card that we had for the month, which was the Four of Swords. Um, so something that we're maybe not as conscious of, of as we could be is basically our own intuition, like our own connection with that soul self, with that magical part of our own self, with our own gut feeling and us maybe intentionally using some of that effort that we're putting in that's represented by um, the eight of pentacles, like directing that towards activities and times where we're coming into contact with our own intuition to kind of help us guide. And it feels like also to like get away some of the clutter, right? Like if we're trying to embody this king of swords energy and its clarity and its decisiveness, right? It feels like maybe this um, high priestess energy is going to show us where we are, um, where we're getting things muddled, where we're blocking ourselves, where we're getting confused about things. It's going to give us the wisdom. It's going to give us the truth. It's going to uncover the mystery, right? Um, when we come in and connect with ourselves. The next card in this is what is an energy we can learn from that will support us? We have another major arcana, the star card. Oh, this is such a beautiful card too. Um, 
27, card 27, and High Priestess was card two. Um, the star card, that's like, that's such a beautiful, beautiful card in this particular spread. The star is all about feeling hope. And it's all about feeling a sense of like renewal and um, even a little bit of optimism after facing some really tough times. Um, it, in the story, in the arc of the major arcanas, it comes a little bit after the end, after we've gone through some tough stuff. And like all of the tough things that we've gone through have kind of cleared away all of the debris. And we're so open and honestly a little vulnerable, but like we're, we're finally starting to see and feel that get filled up with like love and hope and a vision for the future. Um, what I really love about the star card um, is the big star, like it being sort of like we're connecting with the North star in our own soul and like with the collective, like we're starting to understand like our greater mission, our greater purpose. And that's something that like fills us up, that energizes us, that makes us feel really connected to some of those really high vibrational ways of experiencing the worlds that are again just full of love and joy and hope you know um and us i feel like this card showing up where it is in this spread um of an energy that we can keep tapping into that's going to help us with this is like where like what makes you feel hopeful for your own self and your own life like what do you feel like your like your soul mission is what what are the things in your heart that feel really important um that are kind of like your bigger your bigger purpose in the world, like the things that help flow your own soul essence into the world in a way that feels really good. Um, tapping into that when you need to. And at the outcome, the potential for us, if we're doing these things, if we're like attuning to all of this, if we're focusing, if this is the part of your life that you're going to have a breakthrough on this month, the potential for that is another major arcana. Um, and that would be number four, the emperor. Um, I also really love this. The emperor and the king of swords have a lot of like shared, um, shared themes. Um, and really what feels like the message of the emperor being here is that you're going to be able to um, embody your own authority even more and an even more like, um, like actual material and embodied way. Cause the King of Swords again is this like mental energy. And yes, they are interested in using the mental energy to fuel action. Uh, but the emperor is like really embodied in like always like in the material world as well. And I feel like one of his things he's really known for is having really good boundaries. Like when you are in total authority of your energy um, and you take a lot of responsibility for it. He also has a little bit of associations with like that kind of like fatherly figure who's really responsible and dependable and maybe a little bit no bullshit, but like, you know, like really sturdy. This feels like it's you being really sturdy and reliable to yourself and in your own life. And of course, that has to do with you setting boundaries. How can you trust yourself if you can't trust yourself to ensure and maintain like what your capacity is and what's good for you and to not overstep that and to not let other people overstep that either. And also to take actions that are in your own best interest and create the things that you want or in line with the things that you want or, and that are important to you. So between like the area of life, which is the King of Swords that we're having a big breakthrough on and a focus on and the potential of what the outcome of that could look like. Um, again, there's a lot of focus on like, do you know yourself? Are you clear on who you are and what you want 
And are you enacting that? Are you ensuring that? Are you making that so? Are you tapping into your inner authority about your own self for your own life? That is one big area of this month, which I love, 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 love. Okay, so the second area, the biggest, the other place that we might have some big breakthroughs and a big theme of this month is the Ace of Cups, which I think is actually really sweet given the holidays and that we spend a lot of time around family members. The Cups are um, the the um, suit in the tarot that has to do with our emotions, our intuition, love, beauty, the arts, those kinds of things. Um, the Ace of Cup is the start of that. So the when this card shows up, it feels like um, the spark of or the growing of joy and love and like that connection, that like loving connection with people. Um, let's get into more of the spread on this. So a block or challenge. There's a funny card that's in here. Um, in the spot of <laughs> more of what you're already doing. Interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff on this. Okay. So a blocker challenge on this is the seven of pentacles. This card is all about like evaluating if the return on investment is really worth it. Is it is like what you're really putting into it worth the outcome? And that and this card has a lot to do with like perseverance and like long-term commitment and sort of like the evaluation of if you do want to keep applying yourself in the way that you're applying yourself. If because it's it takes stamina to do whatever you're doing. And this feels like it's related to relationships of some sort, whether you identify that as family relationships or maybe other kinds of relationships in your life. Like there's this sense of like not being totally sure if like you really are in it and if you really want to do it, if the ROI is worth it, um, if you really want to persevere. And if you're kind of indecisive within yourself, then of course that would manifest as things feeling really frustrating or maybe there being a lot of um, confusion or like conflict. Um, that's a block. That's a, that's an area that's feeling a little d difficult. Do something more that you're already doing is um, the seven of swords. So we have some more sword energy. This is what's really interesting about this card in this spot. So traditionally, this card indicates somebody's keeping secrets. Somebody's being a little sneaky. Somebody's not saying the whole truth. Um, and what we want to be doing more of, what we want to tap into more of is the moon, which is our subconscious, our feelings, our emotions, our instincts. And what's interesting about the two cards together is that sometimes the moon can also indicate us like holding things close to our chest, maybe being like a little secretive just for the sake of like protecting ourselves. Um, so it's interesting that they're together. How, guides, how do you want me to interpret this in the spots that they're in? Okay. I feel like with the seven of swords in the spot of like, keep doing this, I feel like I feel like you keeping things to yourself is not entirely a bad thing. Of course, be mindful of your own intentions, um, but we're all adults here. We know that. It feels like, yeah, it feels like you maybe not giving everybody full access to you or like you kind of keeping some things precious to you might not be entirely a bad thing. Like that might actually help the relationships a little bit more. Um, also, this could also be interpreted to mean like you got everybody's number, like, you know, who's BSing you, like, you know, who's not being honest with themselves or maybe not being honest with you. Like you got the bullshit reader and you like having a good sense of that, of like, who is not being entirely 
honest and truthful, like being really tapped into that is like a really good thing for you. Now, what's something that you can be a little bit more conscious of? Maybe push yourself outside of your comfort zone. The moon, uh, major arcana 28. Um, the moon, again, is all about our subconscious mind um, and the emotions and energies that we're feeling in our bodies, our instincts, our intuition. It's like a very like feminine, can even get a little bit into like the dark feminine. And um, it's the places in us that really need to be nurtured and acknowledged and honestly have a lot of wisdom for us. Um, so you tuning into and finding places where you can tap into those parts of yourself, into what your subconscious is trying to tell you that you need. Where can you feel, let yourself feel your emotions and your instincts in a really healthy way? Like your, your feelings want to be a part of the equation with you this month. You need, this month is going to teach you how to, if you, if you take the opportunity, how to incorporate those a little bit more. Um, the energy that we're going to be learning from uh, is the six of swords. Again, a lot of swords energy. We're working a lot with our mental fields. We're like working a lot with like our ego mind and our beliefs about things. <laughs> so being like very mindful of beliefs and thoughts and things that come up overall feels like a good thing for this month with all the swords energy. But yes, um, something that we're learning from, the energy that we're learning from is the six of swords. The energy that I feel like the six of swords is offering to us is in the picture. Um, if you're watching the video, I'll describe it. If you're not, is a boat that is passing through water and the swords are like in the boat. Um, I feel like this card has a lot to do with like passing through um, times or maybe even physical space. It comes right after a point in the swords arc. Um, where things have been very difficult. And this card is usually a sign of like starting to recoup and reflect on difficult things. Um, and what feels like is coming through for this is that like while you're trying to navigate all the things that have to do with this area of your life about the relationships and really trying to tap into love and connection and joy this month and all of the things that come up as you're trying to do that is indicated by the cards that we just talked about. Like when worst case, when like worst comes to worst, worst case scenario is that contemplative energy. It's very similar, gosh, coming right back up to the four of swords that was the theme of the month. Like just let yourself be still and observe as you're passing through the moment. Let yourself just like, like be contemplate and like observe as you're moving through it. Like if you don't know what action to take, if you're not quite sure what's going on, like sometimes the best action is just like letting yourself sit back and watch your own self, watch your own reactions to things, watch other people. Like don't get engaged in like being super reactive um, to other people. Like it's within your own mind, your ability to observe and perceive things maybe a little bit differently and just take in the information in this um in this kind of energy of just noticing that this is just like a passing moment, you know, that can offer you something. Um, again, if you just, if you let yourself receive it, which a lot of times receiving it means you kind of got to sit back and not be the one that's like actively rah, rah, rah inside the moment. Um, what's offered to you, what is the potential outcome on the other side of this breakthrough is another major arcana, the five, the Hierophant. Um, 
which I, I just love. I love the Hierophant. My card, my like numerology is five. And so my tarot card is the Hierophant. So love this energy. Um, what I feel like the Hierophant has for us on the other side of this Ace of Cups topic is I feel like the processes that we use to support ourselves and us having healthy relationships and a life that's filled of joy and love, which is um, some of that Ace of Cups energy. Um, I feel like us like having processes that feel really supportive and good to us and us like making those work for ourselves for the outcome that we want, like us feeling really good about that is the possibility on the other side of the work and the experience and the breakthroughs that you're going to have this month about these relationships. Um, the Hierophant, it takes like um, information, a, a lot of times like spiritual information, maybe like religious information, whatever. And it takes that and it um, shifts through that. And it uses and picks and like pieces the information together, maybe creates a process, maybe teaches to like make that information practical and really, again, become your own authority, like making all of that work for you. Um, yeah. Guides, is there any other part of this Hierophant energy that you want to tap on? Yeah. Kind of like finding, <laughs> finding your own rhythm, your own thing that works for you. You don't have to do it the ways that other people have done it or other people tell you to do it. And in fact, if you, um, if you surrender your own power and your own authority, given the like whole first topic for this month is about coming into your own authority. <laughs> like if, if you just surrender your own authority by just doing it the way other people do it, um, it's probably, it's probably not going to feel good. It's not going to work for you. Like use your own authority to be able to sift through what's going on around you to find those processes and structures and the information that resonates for you. And that's going to like really create um, the things that you want in situations that make you feel good, um, which I absolutely love. Is there anything else on this Ace of Cups topic guides that you want people to know? <laughs> They're saying the holidays um, just can be tough. They can be kind of like a mixed bag. Um, and again, this in this particular holiday season, it's okay to kind of sit back and reflect. It's okay to be a little bit more reserved, to be a little bit more introspective and to create a little bit of space for yourself and maybe take a little risk and do something that you've always wanted to do. Maybe that's spent a little less time. Maybe it's skipped this particular event. Maybe it's not participating in this one thing. Like it's okay to take a step back and observe and perceive and like receive the wisdom that this period might have for you, especially when you're staying rooted in your own feelings and your own emotions and you're nurturing that um, for your own self, taking taken empowerment in your own kind of self-care because that really heavily influences your ability um, to have healthy relationships and also your ability to tap into a feeling of love and joy in your life in general. Okay, to wrap up, wrap up the card reading the energy forecast for the month the last two cards that we have is the overall energy to tap into this month like there's a certain energy current this month that the guides whoop, there's a certain energy current in this month to tap into to really take advantage of um to maximize um to help our own work to help our own breakthroughs and the card 
that we got is 15, the devil. Do not fear. The devil card is not a bad card. I actually think it's one of the most empowering cards in this whole deck because the devil card indicates when we are being driven by our like compulsions and our like desperate needs as opposed to our intention and our heart space. Like when we start to think about being really fear driven, um, things that come from fear are those things that we feel compelled to do, like those like desires that feel like we're almost out of control of them, right? Like when that fear mind takes over and when we're acting from that place, those choices that we make um, can result in things that don't feel good for us, don't like produce good things in our life. A lot of things can be stuck around addictions and whatever. And that's, that's a lot of what this card speaks to. Um, and when this card comes up, it's it's pointing us to those things. Like where can we be aware of the patterns, behaviors, choices that we're making from that like that compulsory fear place? And it and that feels very different than when we're making choices with space and consideration and intention and maybe acknowledging where there's fear and compulsion and you know all of those other things we can acknowledge those parts of ourselves but actually the choice that we're making is from a different place it's from love it's from hope you know it's from conviction of what's good and true for you right um so it feels like our ability to probably access to be aware of these parts of ourselves our shadow um, is something that we get to tap into this month, according to this devil card. Um, and the final message for this month is the three of pentacles. This is a card about collaboration. It's uh, it's a card about teamwork. Um, so this feels like tapping into your communities, especially for things you're trying to get done. The, the pentacles card is... That, that suit is about like our physical worlds and, and the things in our physical reality um, that we're really trying to like get done in the material world specifically. Um, so I don't know if that's going to relate to work or maybe even like little projects that you have. Maybe it's putting up the lights on the house for Christmas or other holidays. You know, maybe it's cooking the meals for, you know, the people you're having over that you're taking over or whatever, like elicit help, let yourself get the team, especially if it's a group of three, you know, cause it's, that's uh, like literally what this card translates to let yourself collaborate and tap into teamwork this month. Um, that being the final message for the month. And of course the overall theme, just reminding us being it's a month of contemplation. It's a month of centering yourself, of calming your mind and centering yourself and kind of like learning from what happens when you really still your mind and come into contact with your own self. That can be a very restorative thing for sure, um, which I think is really beautiful. So I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and talk about the quick like astrology things and um, the numerology for the month and then we'll finish up. Okay, the last things I want to chat about are astrology and numerology. I'm not going to go in depth of, with an astrology forecast. Um, there's a lot of people that specialize in this, and that's not what I specialize on. That's not something I feel like I need or want to do. But I will mention a few things. In some of the accounts that I personally look at that look at like some of the big astrology for the month, Venus is a big player this month. So if you know a little bit about astrology, you want to look and see where Venus is in your chart. You want to look and see where Venus is activating your chart based on where it's at in the sky. That would be a good place to look because she's doing a lot of stuff. She's making a lot of um making a lot of transits this month and we have something kind of interesting going on so at the end of november we had a full moon in gemini 
and Sagittarius. Um, we're going to have a new moon in Sagittarius within December, of course, because there's a new moon that happens in every moon cycle. Um, but what's kind of cool is at the end of December, it's going to, the sun's going to move into Capricorn and then we're going to get a new moon. No, wait, that would be a full moon. Yeah. We're going to get a full moon. I'm looking at like, if you saw me on video, I turned around the little one of the things behind me that you see in the video is literally an astrological calendar calendar of the lunar cycles. <laughs> um, we're going to get a full moon in Cancer before the end of December. It looks like on the 27th. And then a couple weeks later, at the beginning of uh, January, we're going to get another full moon in Cancer on the 6th of January. So this something about this theme and this place of Cancer and Capricorn these archetypes. And I can talk about that a little bit more in a different episode. Like we're going to get to come to that twice. We're going to get, we're going to stay in that portal or come back to that portal a couple times at the end of the month, which I think is so fascinating. So I'll be excited to see what happens with all of that. We're in the month of Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. It's, ex it's, it's hopeful. It's expanding the way that we think about the world. It's adventurous, um, very fiery, very charming. Um, it's, it's a fun time. Sagittarius season is a fun time. So I hope that that feels good for you and you can look in your own chart and see um, what you have in Sagittarius and therefore what the sun is lighting up as it's moving through Sagittarius in your chart. Now for the fun part, numerology. Um, okay, so one of the things that you can find out that will help with this is finding out your personal like number your life path number. Um, and you can figure out not only what your personal year number is based on that, but also each month within the year has its own number and therefore its own energy. So you get to figure out like what the numerology is, not only for the overall year, which is your overall theme, but also for like that specific month. I'm going to, at the end, I'm going to talk about that. I'm finally going to use this whiteboard behind me to like actually help show you how to do it. I'll still explain it if you're listening, don't worry. Um, but first I'm going to talk about the collective. So the collective year is calculated by adding together um, the numbers of the year. So this year was 2023. Um, two plus two is four. Four plus three is seven. Adding together all of the digits within the year. I didn't count zero because obviously plus zero is still the same number. Um, so our collective year number is seven. Um, a seven year is a year of a lot of personal and spiritual growth and transformation. Um that's like the collective year for everybody. Um, the what you do then on top of it to figure out what the like little themes under that umbrella of the seven are is by adding the digits of the month. So December would be one plus two, which is three. And then you add that those digits to the overall year number and reduce it down to a single digit. So overall year number for the collective is seven. The number for December is three because you add one and two. When you add seven and three together, you get 10. That's really easy to reduce down because one plus zero is one. So the collective month that we're having is a one. I am using You Are Cosmic Code by Caitlin Kehart. She's a really cool numerologist and it's like a little tiny book you could like fit in your purse. It's so cool. It talks about all the numerology stuff. I'm going to read a little bit about what it says to have um, uh, one energy. And this technically I'm reading this for like a personal year, but 
you can apply these concepts to the month. So one is a number of new beginnings, opportunities, and independence. It's a time of rebirth and new beginnings, a weight being lifted off your shoulders. Um, you would have any, any time there's a one, we would have just come off a nine and a nine is like the things are dying and ending and cycles are being closed. It can feel a little tumultuous because whatever hasn't wrapped up, it's time to wrap up. We just had that collective month in November. We're coming out, out of all of that with a fresh start in a one month. Um, new opportunities being presented themselves, maybe new light on certain things, maybe a little bit more innovation, new ideas. Um, let's see. Independence and leadership. I love that because the um, ace of cups is like the one of cups. So the ace in any of the suits is, is a one energy. So that's definitely reflecting that. And to say in you know, our own independence and our own personal leadership. Um, that's very much this King of Swords energy that we pulled. So love the correlation between that. Um, if you want to figure out your own, like what your unique personal year is. Um, again, I'm going to use my whiteboard to do this. I'm going to use my own stuff. So my birthday is September 1st, 1993. So um, the way that I would do this is I would add this all together. So nine and zero, obviously it is nine. Zero and one is obviously one. One plus nine is 10 plus nine is 19, plus three uh, is 12. And then you would reduce that down to a single digit. One plus two equals three. Okay. So the digits that I have for my birthday so far are nine, one, and three. So nine plus one, when I add those together is 10. I did something wrong. Oh, I see what I did. It's 22, not 12. Silly Brie when I try and do things without a calculator. <laughs> okay, so um, that would mean, so 10 plus 9 is 19, but 19 plus 3 is not 12, it's 22. I'm being so silly. 22 then when you reduce that down to a single number, which is adding 2 plus 2 is 4. Okay, so 9 plus 1 is 10. Obviously, we can reduce, well, we'll go along with it as, as we go. So 10 plus 4, which is the other number, is 14. And when you reduce this down, you do one plus four equals five. So my personal life path number is five. By reducing my birthday down, the number that I get is five. That says information about me. Again, in this book, You Are Cosmic Code, like it tells you all about your personal information. And again, I told you the Hierophant card, card five is like my card. Anyway, so that's that's my personal personal life path number. Now what I can do to calculate my personal years, which is really cool to calculate going into like the start of a new year. So what you're going to do to find your personal year number to figure out the energy of the year that you have coming up is you're going to take the year in question and reduce it down to a single digit. So if we're talking about this past year, 2023, 20, 2023, two plus two is four, four plus three is seven. That's already single digit. Great. Then you take basically the, the year um, that you're looking at your personal year number replaces your birth year as you're calculating everything, right? So my birthday is September 1st. So I'm going to do nine plus one is 10. And that's the number I'm going to add to the year that I'm looking at. I'm not going to take into account the 1993, which was my birth year, because I'm not looking at the energy of that year. I'm looking at the energy of this year. So seven um, plus 10 is 17, but to reduce that down to a single digit, we're going to do one plus seven, which equals eight. So my personal year number this year was an eight. Usually um, themes that have to do with abundance and money 
um, tend to be like the big themes. And you better believe that was a huge focus of this year. That has continued to be a really big focus. Um, the easy thing once you start to know those is you literally just add one to that for the next year. And that's what your next year is. Or you could calculate it all the way through. So if we wanted to do 2024, what is my 2024? Two plus two is four. Plus the four that's at the end of the 2024 is an eight. And then nine plus one, which is the, my month and day, is a 10. Eight plus 10 is 18. To reduce down to a single digit, you do one plus eight equals nine. So next year in 2024, my personal year number is going to be a nine. Okay. So anyway, by calculating the month, I had eight. <laughs> okay. Um, eight is my personal year number. To figure out the month, you take your personal year number. I'm just going to erase all this if I can find my... Um, eraser, which I did. Sorry for everybody listening. You just hear me babbling on about things that I'm writing that you can't even see. <laughs> okay. So my personal year number for um, 2023 is an eight. So when I want to figure out the energy numerology, like from a numerology perspective of each month, I'm going to take the digit of the month for December. It's 12. If it's not a single digit, I'm going to reduce it down. So one plus two is three. Um, So three is the number for December. And I'm going to add that to my personal year number. So eight plus three, nine, 10, 11. Gosh, me having to count it out. Look at me. I'm silly. It's okay. Um, one plus one equals two. So the energy of the month of December for me personally is a two. Let's look at the energy of two in here just so we can. Personal month cycle. Okay, number two, um, themes, balance, partnership, patience, harmony, and cooperation. Yeah, relationships and balance, really. And that's interesting that Venus is a big player in this month because um, a lot of the two energy kind of sounds a little bit Libra-ish, uh, and Venus rules Libra. Like, there's a lot of associations with Venus and a lot of this stuff, like balance and relationships and all of that sort of thing. So under the umbrella of, like, eight, which is, you know, factors of abundance and money and all of these kinds of things, which is my personal year, um, under that, flavoring that is a two energy for the month of December for me. So I explain all of that so that you can figure out what your personal year number is. Again, that's taking the month, the digit of the month the digit of your birthday, adding them together, reducing down to a single digit like I just showed, and then adding together the digits of the year in question, getting it to a single digit, adding those together. If they need to get into a single digit, do that again, and figuring out the single digit for that year. That's your personal year. And then you take that number and you add it to the digits of the month in question, reduce that down, and then that's your personal month. So if you want to like figure out the flavor of the month for you personally based on numerology, there you go. Um, but the collective, if you're not, if you don't care about the personal, you're just interested in the collective, um, was the one energy that I started with. So that is what December holds for us. Um, guides, is there anything else that you want to add to that December energy, um, the December energy forecast? What I'm intuitively picking up on is that there's just a little bit. There's a little bit of heavy energy on the earth in the collective right now. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like you really mastering your own energy and your own mental space is necessary to navigate the crazy stuff that's happening in the world right now. Because it truly is crazy.
And if we let like our whole being become really dysregulated by other things, then we wouldn't have the capacity to do the work that we need to do to put some love and goodness back into the world. Um, so finding that and continuing to strengthen that muscle to really tap into your inner authority, create those boundaries you need to create, establish the relationships and the self-nurturing that you need to in order to kind of like <laughs> withstand some of the other stuff feels really important. Um, yeah. And kind of let yourself, let yourself sit back and rest and contemplate again, coming back to that four of swords energy. Cause it might, it might feel a little crazy. It might not necessarily in your like individual life, but like the sort of like atmospheric energy for the collective definitely feels, um, just a little wonky. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else? Yeah. A little bit of confusion, a little bit of illusion and just like the ability to not get wrapped up in it all, not to get like swept up into um, the illusion of it all, sort of the, the energy of it all is to be like really grounded in your own, to know yourself, to know your own mind, to know your own heart, to know your own spirit, and to like find your processes and your boundaries that you need to like maintain that in really any circumstance which is really a lesson I feel like we're learning our whole lives. But this month in particular feels like it's it's providing a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of energies that's going to support us doing that. So anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this forecast um, and a little bit of like a an example of how um, a tarot reading could be. Um, remember, you can book those on my website at healingwithbreed.net. Uh, I also have some Akashic channeling sessions open. If you've been wanting to do a session, I did not have them open for a while and I will like, they're not always open. <laughs> I'm probably going to have some open in December and January. If you want to start the year off with getting a really powerful en energy activation and hearing from your spirit teams and your own Akashic records, um, what information they want to confirm to you and help really align you two to start your year it would be a very powerful thing to do. I'm going to have some of those open. You can book on my website. I'm also going to be opening up my one-on-one -on -one coaching again. So um, if you really feel like that you want to invest and focus on your own personal and spiritual development, um, there's going to be more on that. And I am going to be available to work with people for three or six months. So um, let me know if you have any questions on that. Please like please rate, please review the podcast, please share the episodes that you really like. And most importantly, well, not necessarily most importantly, but what I would really enjoy is DM me and tell me if you like this episode, tell me if it resonated my first time doing this one. And um, it was really fun. I'll probably do some more if you guys really like them. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and a fabulous December. There's some really wonderful energies and potential to tap into. And I'm sending all my love. Bye guys. 